0: The Wet Waste Podcast, a black woman's guide to losing and maintaining her weight in the real world. My name is Akila, and since 2020, I've lost 120 pounds. Yes, sis, 120 pounds, like a whole middle schooler. I didn't have surgery, I didn't drink any flat tummy teas, and honestly, salad is not my jam. I don't like to run every day in the gym, it smells funny. So one day, I stopped listening to the experts. Y'all can't see my air quotes. And just started listening to myself. I figured out how I like to eat. How I like to move my body. And I drank some water. Along the way there were so many ups and downs that I realized aren't discussed in the diet world. Diet again quotation marks because this isn't a diet and I still eat chicken wings. But I've learned a lot and I think it's time to share it with you all. So sit back, relax, and get ready for the damn girl (laughs) what waste comments you're about to receive. See you soon. All right, y'all, real quick. I know you're enjoying this episode and I greatly, greatly appreciate it. If y'all could do me a favor, wherever you're listening to this podcast, be it Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, subscribe like it give me a review just because it helps it show up in the search bar and I believe in what I'm saying I really really do I really feel like the diet industry got us fucked up as a whole and this is my hill to stand on so do me a favor like it subscribe to it follow it share the page with your friends um ig at what Waste underscore podcast but yeah and make sure you're following me there i share progress videos i share tips um sometimes i post videos from my poll page and my stories because The world be trying to fucking play us. And as my daughter would say, my mini me, I ain't going for it. (laughs) I'm just simply not fucking going for it. And I know a lot of y'all aren't either. So let's get the message out. Thanks, y'all. Welcome back. joking. I cannot sing, but I wish I could sing. <sighs> but God just said, he was like, you are not allowed to be fine and so amazing and be able to sing. So I sound like a screeching cat. Hmm. Welcome back. Thank you to everybody who's been listening since the first day. Y'all, we are on episode six. Episode six. That means y'all look. We started on August fifth. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, bitches. We eight weeks in. Look at us being fucking consistent. I love it. I love it here, and I hope you do too. If you're new, welcome, welcome, welcome. Definitely listen to episode one just so you can get an idea of who I am, where I am in my journey how I lost my weight, what I believe. This isn't your typical podcast. I'm not going to tell you how to lose weight because y'all can Google that. It's going to say eat less, move more. What the fuck ever. This is to hear the upside, the downside, the real fucking shit about losing over 100 pounds. It's not all fucking sunshine and rainbows. But there are a lot of sunshine and a lot of rainbows. And I love it on this side. So if you want to come on the side, come with me. All right, y'all. So episode six, we're going to talk about emotional eating and food addiction. (sighs) Y'all know I'd be crying, so I might cry. You know, ignore me, cry with me, get a tissue, whatever. Emotional eating comes with a lot of stuff. I am an emotional eater. To this day to this very day i am an emotional eater. now am i as consumed by my emotional eating as i was five years ago absolutely not do i do it as much absolutely not do i choose the same foods not all the time but I will say that I am somebody that can get very, very overwhelmed with my emotions. And one of my instincts is to grab food, specifically Chinese food, if you want to be correct. But yeah, so emotional eating for me is just eating anytime you feel it's like an extra kind of emotion not a regular day-to-day kind of thing because it doesn't have to be just when you're sad because a lot of people think oh emotional eating you know you have a bad day at work you break up with your boyfriend your dog runs away you miss the goddamn at least frank Crocs, you know something like that happens and you're sad or you're upset or you're angry and you turn to food now that is emotional eating I can raise my hand because y'all know I'm not here to fucking lie. I have done it. I don't know. hundredth hundred thousand. I don't even, y'all. I've done that shit so many times. I couldn't even begin to tell you. But the other side of emotional eating is when you're happy. I've done that too. You get a promotion at work or, you know, you finally figure something out. Your kid does awesome at their baseball game or they get an A on the paper or you get a really good deal on some stuff you needed at Target and you're like, yes, or you found that bag you've been looking for. It's like, ooh, let's go out to lunch, right? Let's celebrate, right? Because happy, excited, elated, joyful, whatever, is an emotion, and you want to celebrate by eating that is also emotional eating i don't necessarily i don't know people say there's a cure probably maybe i didn't go to a doctor for emotional eating and realistically y'all know i still like to fucking eat i enjoy eating is a pastime i enjoy but you do want to get to the point To where you control your emotions without covering them up with food because at the end of the day what you will find what i found which was very shocking and very alarming and honestly quite fucking upsetting was that once i lost the weight right and i couldn't necessarily hide behind oh my issues my problems whatever are because I weighed 272 pounds, the shit was still there. The reasons why I was emotionally eating were still fucking there. So I say that to say, you got to deal with your shit. And we're all different. And you know, some of us, Akilah raises her hand high, go to therapy I'm not, you know, I'm not ashamed to say that. I have a fucking awesome therapist. She's a black woman in Atlanta. She's cool as hell. I'm not going to give you her name though because she already be booked and busy. Um, but she's awesome. And I have a standing appointment with her every two fucking weeks because I need to deal with my emotions. I am somebody who has big ass emotions. I feel deeply. So I had to figure out a way To deal with that shit. The amount of times I went through a drive through and ate it in my car and then threw the shit away before I picked kids up or went home, y'all, yeah. Because I was dealing with my emotions by eating the food, but then I felt ashamed for eating the food. Even after I celebrated, you know, air quotes, whatever, and ate this. We, so we go to Fellini's and order two pizzas, and I eat six slices. I don't even fucking like pizza that much. But it's there, and something good happens. So we're celebrating. And how do you celebrate? Food, because food fixes things. Y'all, food don't fix shit. It is delicious. Don't get me wrong. Some shit is fucking damn near orgasmic, but it doesn't fix anything emotionally now if you're underweight underfed whatever you eat it'll fix that but it's not going to fix the shit you got going on with your mom it's not going to fix the fact that you fucking hate your job it's not going to fix the fact that the school keep calling you because your kid is jumping on the goddamn chairs and you don't know why the fuck he's jumping on the chairs because in the house he knows don't you get your goddamn feet on my couch or Someone calls you and says your child is taking their shoes off 16 fucking times at camp. Not going to name any names. 16 fucking times, y'all. They counted. They counted. And when stuff like that happens, if you're like me and your mom and you feel emotions quite heavily, that's a lot to deal with. And you don't want to deal with it, so a fucking cheeseburger sounds very good right now. But I'm here to tell y'all, it's just covering it up. Like that commercial where it's like the Febreze commercial, I think, where they walk around the house and the lady's like spraying it's like fish and funk or whatever is in the house. Like her kid has football shit and she's spraying whatever air freshener and it's just covering it up. It's like, oh, now you smell ass and flowers or whatever. That's what emotional eating is. You're just putting shit on top of shit. You got to learn to get rid of, I wouldn't say get rid of it because I still have big ass emotions. But you got to learn to deal with it. And how you deal with it, you know, may not be, probably won't be how I deal with it. I'm not here to tell you to go to therapy. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a mental health professional. Any of those things. But I'm pretty sure 99% of us, realistically, unless it's like some fetish shit are not stuffing our face with six six pieces of pizza for fun. I know I wasn't. So from one badass black woman to y'all, deal with your shit. So that when you say, ooh, I want ice cream, it's because you fucking like ice cream and you love ice cream and you want some ice cream, not because you had a bad day at work and not because you had a fucking great day at work. We wanna to get to the point where we can get ice cream because it's nice to have fucking ice cream sometimes. All right, so binge eating. Google says, cause again, definitions. Google says, binge eating is the consumption of large quantities of food in a short period of time, typically as part of an eating disorder. So binge eating is when you go to, I don't know, whatever fast food restaurant and order dinner, right? You don't feel like cooking. It's Friday. Fuck this shit. We're getting Zaxby's. So you order you a wings and things, you know, we got the wings and the French fries and the chicken tenders and you get your two sauces and your toast. Don't get a drink. Zaxby's on that bullshit now, but yeah. You go home, it takes you all of seven minutes to eat this plate. You inhale it because your boyfriend pissed you off this morning and your goddamn kid got in trouble at school and your boss has been shitty and giving you too much work. And you inhale it and you still feel frustrated. So you go downstairs in the kitchen, you open the fridge, you're like, ah, there's some leftover shrimp Alfredo in here. You pop this in the microwave. You've been in the microwave. Take it upstairs, takes you all the five minutes to eat that. You're still frustrated because remember, we're putting food on top of feelings. So now we're looking, we're looking, we're looking. Ooh, kid snacks, chicken nuggets. Throw those in the air fryer, about 10 of them. 10 minutes later, you're done. So you sit, you feel gross, you feel frustrated. (sighs) You're angry at yourself, at your kid, at your boyfriend, at your boss. Now you want something sweet. So let's say there's a cheesecake in there. Well, half of it because people in your house won't let you be great and have things to yourselves. You know, me just maybe speaking from experience. And you cut you one piece. And you start walking out the kitchen, you realize "Eh, it's Friday, I'm sad. So you cut another piece and you go eat them. And then 30 minutes later, the entire cheesecake is gone. And you're frustrated now you're more frustrated do you stop hmm if you are 2015 Aquila, no you don't stop go in your kids room and find that fucking Halloween candy that you told them to take downstairs two months ago and you search through it for all the things that you like the only reason you let your kids go trick-or-treating is so they can get the Reese's thanks kids so in the past what two hours You've had a full meal from Zaxby's, a full meal, leftover shrimp pasta in the refrigerator, half a cheesecake, and maybe three handfuls of candy. You're eating because you're frustrated and you're binge eating. And binge eating is something I struggled with y'all for 20 years. And I will not say that I'm cured because I definitely had I had a day today where I was just kind of eating and now don't get me wrong. It is nowhere near as bad as it used to be. I was actually just talking to her, uh, forever bay. And I was like, you know, it's so weird to think back when I tell y'all these stories because they're all true. I won't say I try not to think about them, but I try not to think about them because Aquila was sad. Aquila was very sad back then. And it's wild that I where I work, I work off, well, I'm not going to tell y'all where I work, but where I work, there's a there used to be a very good Chinese restaurant, I had a good lunch special, or whatever. And y'all, I cannot tell you the amount of times I got sad, mad, glad, happy, whatever it worked and ordered this honey garlic deep fried chicken with an egg roll and fried rice. Like this place was, the plate was huge. The girl at the cash register knew my name. Like even when I brought my kids to work with me, we would go there. She also knew them. It was a bit too intimate for a (sighs) lunch cashier, but either way. And the plate was huge. And every time I ate it, I would get through maybe half to three quarters depending on what i'd eaten prior to and i would know i was full i could feel it y'all my stomach would hurt i would start getting really sleepy i would start chewing slow like i knew i was full i was not hungry but i couldn't stop i would have to eat the entire plate y'all sometimes i would lick the fucking styrofoam and that is so embarrassing but I told y'all I wasn't finna sit here and lie and fucking f- play games and like I'm finna be honest cause I know somebody else is out there getting fucking pissed off at work going to get Chinese food, or, uh, food and lifting the goddamn sour phone box in their office. I see you sis. What's up? Come to the front of the congregation. I'm talking to you. And every time, and this was probably at least twice a week y'all. Like I work Monday through Friday. This was probably at least twice a week I would do this. I would be so mad at myself and so and feel so guilty, but it was like the food was like a train coming and my mouth was like a person tied to the tracks. Like, there's nothing you can do. I'm going to like, and it got to the point because I would do it every time I got any little emotion, happy, sad, glad, mad, upset, angry, frustrated, joyful, whatever. And then I would start eating the food, fried food or sweets. And I couldn't stop. And I know somebody understands. I know a lot of y'all probably understand like that shit is scary to know that like you're full, your stomach is descended. Like it hurts. You are full. This plate is huge, but the food on your plate you like, and you can't stop. It feels like you cannot stop. And the amount of times I would be sitting there eating and arguing with myself at the same time. Ah, so weird to think back to this, y'all. Sorry. But I see you. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I promise you, you can. Ah, Okay. So recap, emotional eating is going to eat when you feel any big emotion, anything that's not typical. So whether you're super, super happy, super, super sad, or fucking piss the fuck off, if your reaction is to go get food, it's emotional eating. It does not have to be a negative emotion for you to be an emotional eater. Binge eating. Binge eating is eating a large quantity of food in a short time. So if you are eating a family-sized bag of Lay's in 5 to 10 minutes, that is a binge. If you are markedly, activate the reward system in humans and other animals despite adverse consequences. So basically... It is when you overeat, you eat a lot of high-fat, high-sugar foods. Fried foods, desserts, candies, pizzas, anything with a lot of fat in it, anything with a lot of sugar, and it makes you happy. It's like when an alcoholic gets alcohol, when a crackhead gets crack, when heroin addict gets heroin, meth heads that will be walking up and down the goddamn pro by my job carrying bats and shit oh my god anyways but yeah it is when you eat a lot of high fat high sugar foods and it makes you happy so i was never diagnosed with an food addiction i was never diagnosed with any type of eating disorder but i've lived in this body for 20 years i know myself I absolutely had a food addiction because there is no other way that someone could explain to me how I was 272 pounds at five foot four. I am short. I am petite. I wish I was an Amazon with long ass legs, six feet tall, strutting down the mall, (laughs) but I'm not. So the reason that I at five foot four was able to hit 272 pounds is because i had a food addiction and eating food made me happy if i was sad i would go get like i said chinese food and put that on top put that food on top of the feelings and i would feel better for a little bit or cheesecake or french fries or chicken fingers or reese's like a good Reese's especially put it in the freezer so if food makes you happy y'all that's a food addiction your brain reacts to sugar the chemistry in your brain reacts to food certain foods I don't know if everybody's brain reacts to all foods the same again I am not a doctor don't like blood it's weird it's gross but only difference is food is more readily available and you have to eat that's the thing about food addiction it's not like alcohol or drugs to where you can just kind of avoid it and you know don't go to the old neighborhood or don't pass the liquor store or don't walk down the wine aisle because i as some of y'all know i don't drink alcohol i am sober i've been sober for four months so he's been sober 28 months i've been sober 21 months so with that I don't have to have alcohol and I'm not judging nobody I my sobriety is for personal genetic reasons one day I may have a good margarita again who knows but for right now we're not doing that but I don't have to have alcohol I don't have to walk down the wine aisle at Kroger I don't have to go to the liquor store When I go to a restaurant, I can tell them I don't need a drink menu, but I have to eat. You have to eat. Every, we have to eat. You cannot avoid the grocery store. Eventually you're going to have to eat out. If you live like me and your life is hectic and your schedule is insane, cooking every day is, (sighs) that shit ain't never gonna happen. I hope my husband is not listening to this. I am never going to cook every single day, ever. Never. I love you, but it's not going to happen. Anyways, um, you have to eat. And a lot of times the easy choice is the food that you're addicted to because my comfort foods are chicken, chicken. I love fried chicken. I love fried chicken. I hate watermelon. Don't judge me. Especially chicken fingers. I love chicken fingers and fucking honey mustard. Every restaurant has some version of chicken fingers or fried chicken. It's the thing that would make me happy. When you have a food addiction, you tend to attach emotions to food because the dopamine in your brain is rising when you eat certain foods and it's a cycle. And again, y'all, I'm just speaking from experience. So if it don't apply, let it fly but I would want to feel that happiness that I feel when I eat. And then something would happen, I would be sad or upset, not able to deal with it. So I would go get that food I was craving in the first place and then I would inhale it, eat it way too much and way too fast and still feel sad and want to feel some more happiness because again, now we're addicted and it's just a cycle. And I know some days it feels like the cycle is unbreakable. You'll never get out of it, but you will and you can. But the first thing you have to do. Y'all, I'm still in the closet. and He's like walking in the bathroom. Y'all hear the floor? I think he's trying to be quiet, but he's not doing a good job. I can hear you. <laughs> Acknowledge that it's a problem. And I'm not saying eating is a problem. I'm not saying enjoying the food that you eat is a problem. But your happiness... Your joy, it cannot come in a piece of cake from piece of cake or a cupcake from cupcakery. Hey, girl, your cupcakes are delicious, by the way. You should send me some. Um. That's not living, y'all. That's not life. And I'm telling you as someone who lived that way for over a decade and a half consciously, Food cannot be the thing that saves you because it will not save you. And all the shit is still there under the food. You're just piling shit on top of shit. It's like when you eat a bunch of shit and you haven't taken a shit, then you'll eat some more shit. You're just piling it on top. You're just making a stack. You're just making a stack like goddamn kid at the beach making a sandcastle. So what I want, what I suggest is... The next time you feel a big emotion, right, like super sad, super mad, super angry, super joyful, whatever, and your first reaction is to go get something to eat, I want you to pause. Your kid just got in trouble at school for the fifth time this week. Been there, done that, y'all. I'm not judging. I swear to God, that teacher had my fucking number on speed, you And you are stressed out, so you want to go get some McDonald's. How is that going to stop your kid from getting in trouble on Monday? Y'all, that's not even a viable solution. It don't even make sense. It doesn't even make sense. If you got a promotion at work or a raise at work and your first thought is, oh, I'm going to go to Virgil's downtown, which is delicious, by the way, and order shrimp and grits. What does that have to do with your job? What does you getting shrimp and grits have to do with the fact that you got a promotion? Not a fucking thing. Nothing. So if you just decide like it's a Wednesday night and you want to eat McDonald's, okay. But don't go because this is the 27th time this kid's teacher has called you. If it's Saturday, you had a babysitter for the first time in six months, hey. And you and Bay want to go do something cool and y'all want to get um and y'all are gonna eat while you're out. So you decide you want to go to Virgil's, have a fucking fantastic time get the macaroni and cheese. It's fucking delicious. But don't go because you got a promotion. It doesn't make sense. Food is not a fixer. And then if these things are making you happy, like y'all, it's 2022. I enjoy a good cupcake. I really do. I enjoy cupcakes. I love cupcakes. They're very delicious. Cupcakes can't make me happy. I cannot fix a shitty day by getting a cupcake. I have never been having like a fucked up day, got something to eat, ate it all, sat there for a couple minutes or whatever. Oh, I've never gotten any type of food that solved any fucking problem. The only thing that I've ever gotten from indulging in my food addiction by emotionally eating and then binge eating during that emotional eating is a feeling sick and B feeling shameful because quote unquote you should have known better. You shouldn't have did that. And I'm not judging y'all, I'm not nothing like that, because again, this is your life. But what I am saying is that food is not going to fix it. Whatever the fuck it is, food is not going to fix it. And I'm telling you from experience, even if you lose a hundred pounds or even when you lose 100 pounds, because you're going to stick around, the shit's still going to be there. And you're going to have to deal with it one way or another. All right, y'all. I think I've talked enough for the week. But thank you for tuning in to the What Waste podcast, a Black woman's guide to losing and maintaining her weight in the real world. If you want to see pictures or videos of my journey, follow me on Insta at It's I-T-S underscore Kila, K-I-L-A-H. But remember, the best expert on you is you. So live your life, sis, and I'll see you next time.